0: Hello, and welcome back to the Addicted to Healthy podcast, your one-stop destination for all things health and a kick-ass life. I'm our aunt's, certified nutritional practitioner and health coach, and the host of the Addicted to Healthy podcast. Today, I'm joined by Madeline, certified strength and conditioning coach. We'll be talking about her journey battling an eating disorder, how she went through restrictive dieting and overexercising, and how she transitioned into a more performance-based approach, how she built a powerful mindset, and how she coaches other women to do the same. So we're going to kick off today and we're going to dive into lots of juicy topics and questions that you all probably are thinking about when it comes to building your fitness routine and smashing those goals, especially for the holiday season. Welcome, Madeline, to the Addicted to Healthy podcast. Thank you for joining me today.
1: I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So,
0: I've looked into your story a little bit. You are a Certified Strength and Conditioning Coach and it looks like you have had your own share of health struggles. We basically all do, especially in this industry. So, where did you start off? How did you get to becoming this coach and this personal trainer today? Was it like um, a passion that you always had or was it kind of your health struggles that brought you here? Can you tell me a bit of your story?
1: Yes, yeah, So it was actually a bit of both. I had always, I've been an athlete since I was eight years old. I was a dancer first, and then I turned into a softball player. Then I did water polo. Then I did swim. I kind of done every sport you could think of. Um, so I did have a passion for exercise and fitness in general. Um, but I also really dealt with a lot of body image issues growing up. Um, and I had an undiagnosed eating disorder. So that kind of was what led me down to the path of trying to figure out what type of diet was right for me, what type of exercise was right for me. And just like many of us, uh, we go down that struggle of, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing, so I'm just going to not eat, or I'm going to restrict all my foods, um, and I'm going to work out until uh, I'm, like, dripping in sweat, because that's what you – as as a young kid, that's kind of what you think you're supposed to do um to see results. So I kind of went down that path for – I'd say eight years until I finally um started to do my own like research. And when I was in college, it was actually when I was in college, my sophomore year of college is when I finally was like, I'm so over this whole restrict binge cycle that I was going through and over training. Um and I just started to actually I actually changed my major to be an exercise science and nutrition major and learning the actual science behind it, and that's when it turned into Okay, this is uh, going to be my career, and I'm going to teach women how to come out of uh, my that health struggle of thinking everything has to be extreme um, in order to see results.
0: Yeah, I see this a lot, especially you mentioned the restrictive dieting and over-exercising. I think we all fall into this trap at one point, and I'm really glad to see that the message is getting out there that this doesn't work. So it can, you know, kind of speed things up and lessen that trial and error period, which I probably guess you work on a lot with your clients uh, it's always amazing to have a coach because that also you know speeds things up and mm-hmm. and your journey and your healing etc so how did um, exercise and strength training specifically help you with that and your own experience with like the eating disorder and your unhealthy relationship with food um, how is the journey really looking like for you so
1: strength training when I I'd, I've always done resistance training so resistance training and strength training are very similar it's they're kind of interchangeable words but mm-hmm. strength training is when you focus on compound movements and obviously getting stronger that's where the strength comes into play where resistance training can be body weight training it can be bodybuilding um, it can be a whole skew of things so when I actually learned about strength training it just my journey became less appearance based and it became more performance based. I stopped caring so much about what I looked like per se and started caring more about how much weight I could lift and not I'm not saying every woman will get to this point where they're like I'm just I want to be as strong as possible. I want to lift as much load as possible but um, really just when you take the focus off of your appearance appearance and you focus on trying to progress in it, whether it be, Um, In your strength training journey, like just learning better form, that's a progression. Um, Picking up heavy weights, that's a progression. Or just increasing your frequency, that's a progression. So when I started focusing on progressions is actually when my body, I naturally started to heal my relationship with food um, because I needed to eat to fuel my body rather than (laughs) eat to try to make it smaller. Um, and that's really when my relationship with food started healing is when I took the focus off what I look like and put it towards performance.
0: Yeah. And it's every time I hear this, it's really not about the food. It's about, you know, finding your passion, finding like mm-hmm. what else is going on, the root cause. And yeah, I think that's great that you mentioned that, that you're really focusing on goals instead of just looks, because uh, that's yeah. not really going to get you anywhere either. But when you constantly work on your goals and you accomplish your goals and you you make new ones, then you're constantly evolving. And it's also fun, right? Because it's like a challenge for you.
1: Exactly. So
0: that's, that's a great way to go. And so you're talking about excess exercise for you. Was it like cardio, like just going all out on cardio for hours?
1: Yeah. So in the beginning, I would do, I've like I said, I've always done a type of resistance training, but I would pair it with an hour of cardio, like every single time. And i Didn't really understand the difference between strength training and cardio. Exercise to me was just burning calories. So even as an athlete, like my main sport was water polo. So like my practices, my biggest focus was always like, which is it's really sad to think about. Was like, I wonder how many calories I'm going to burn with this session. If I stay in the pool thirty minutes longer and swim, I'll burn more calories. Like that's all that was going on in my head. So with the excess exercise, it was just like. I'm just going to keep on going for like two or three hours to burn as many calories as I can. doesn't matter the exercise I do. So cardio was my, obviously I got really, really tired doing resistance training. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to move on to cardio because cardio can be obviously less intense. I can just walk on the treadmill for an hour or do the elliptical, et cetera.
0: Yeah, I totally went through kind of the cardio phase too. But I remember it just let me so depleted. And I was also going through like adrenal burnout and lots of stress. And it was also really boring to me. Like it's hard for me to just stick on like a cardio (laughs) exercise routine. So that's another thing. You probably see so many people fall off their own fitness journey and everything. Because, yeah, cardio and stuff that's really boring. And,
1: yeah. No, yeah. I used to put a towel over the cardio like the time. Yeah, (laughs) towel over, so I didn't see because I literally like was like I'm just gonna go until I feel like I'm super super sweaty and it was just it's so sad actually thinking about the memories like pulling up all these memories like just like running myself so hard like and then be like oh okay I'm tired but I can't stop I gotta keep keep going and it's like I feel like there is still so many women still in that mindset and that's really where my mission comes into play is to teach them that to be honest cardio. It's amazing for the heart, and I'm not saying that you should never do cardio, but it's really not the biggest uh, or it's not the most vital thing if you want to lose fat because, I mean, that's most people's goal is to lose fat.
0: Yeah, I totally remember – the treadmill or the elliptical was literally like the longest minute of my life every time i look at it. And then, yeah, I'd come home and I'd eat the whole fridge. And it's like, as you said, for especially weight loss, it's not very effective. So can you talk a little bit about that, the pros and cons of each and especially how they fit into like weight loss and metabolism and all of that?
1: Yeah, of course. So in general, strength training versus cardio Strength training builds lean muscle, whereas cardio is really just a tool to burn more calories. So for example, with my clients, our main focus is making sure that they're getting at least three times a week of strength training. And then if they like cardio, it's used as a tool so that we don't have to cut their calories lower. In order to lose fat, you just need to be in a consistent caloric deficit and then be strength training or resistance training so that you can achieve the toned look that most people are going for and that's really like the pro of strength training is you do build that toned look you get a physical and a physical physical strength and you get mental strength you burn more calories in less time you can really build your body in whatever way you like so if you want to build a bigger look glutes if you want to build a larger booty you can build a butt everybody wants (laughs) that (laughs) right especially yeah the butt is the huge trend right now yeah (laughs) Uh, if you want like nice defined arms you can build that um and then it's also just on the non-physical side you build longevity in doing normal human things like sitting down like as as we age we don't really i'm sure a lot of us are in this younger mindset um but as you get older things that are easy for you now, like sitting, picking something up, it gets harder if you're not constantly working on making sure you're strong in some type of way. Um, And then the cons of strength training, there's not a ton, like I, my list is only two, two things. It's just naturally strength training is harder to do. So there is an increased risk of injury, especially if you're going in by yourself for the first time. Um, And then it's more difficult, like I said a second ago, it's more difficult to jump into it as a beginner without the help of a coach because first off, many are intimidated, especially as a woman. And then it does require a certain type of skill level to like a natural athleticism. And if you don't have that, that increases the intimidation um, and then decreases the amount that they'll actually go. But in general, if a woman just gets in there, they end up getting more pros than cons if you, like I said, there was like six pros versus the two cons I had.
0: I was expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. Even especially when I see like older women, come in and ask about like osteoporosis. I just see this all the time about their risk of mm-hmm. osteoporosis and all of that. And they're like on medications, but I also think something that they could do as well as nutrition. Cause that's a big one. Of um, course. Is strength training, especially for bone health and that will reduce your risk of osteoporosis, but also blood sugar balance as I am a PCOS coach. So I've mm-hmm. seen strength training be tremendous with like my blood sugar imbalances, um, mm-hmm. helps boost metabolism, um, and it also has that afterburn effect, right?
1: Yes. So you actually Which burn more calories at rest. Mm-hmm. No, and that's that goes back to the fact that strength training builds lean muscle, and cardio just burns calories. And when you have more, when you have more muscle mass, your body burns a lot more calories at rest. So yeah, so you literally
0: yeah. you could be sleeping and you're still burning
1: through the yeah, calories, right? Exactly. I mean, who doesn't want that? <laughs> I know. You these girls, you want You want to burn calories? Just start. Training, yeah, <laughs> but I think a
0: lot of women are scared of it, and when we kind of think of strength training and like weightlifting, we think of these like crazy weights and these like bodybuilders and women becoming bulky. So, how do you yeah. address that? Do you see that a lot in your practice?
1: A hundred percent, that's usually most of the comments I get from women who actually come across my social media profile, um, is like that have never lifted weights, just like I'm just scared I'm gonna get bulky. and. Being flat out, scientific here, professional, uh, bulky comes from a combination of a caloric surplus and lifting weight. So lifting, but the caloric surplus is the huge one here. So if you're eating more than you should be, and obviously that's very individualized, um, and then lifting weights where like you're picking up like 400 pounds and you're already kind of overweight, that's where the bulk comes. But I'll say straight up, a lot of my clients like that come from not lifting at all, even at a higher calorie um, balance, energy balance, and lifting weights. They always see, um, not always weight loss, and I'll say I'll talk more about that in a second. But they always see their body start to transform. So that's like smaller waist measurements, their arms shrink overall. It's just like a body recomposition versus weight loss. And I was gonna. Touch on that as actually a con that I forgot to mention is if your goal is strictly weight loss, strength training is not the most amazing thing. And this is something, this is a part of my message on social media is to be honest, your weight is so based off so many things. It's very variable, it changes multiple times a day, every day of the week. And when you first get into strength training, you actually can see an increase on that scale because your body doesn't know the difference between muscle and fat. And it can actually scare women away. I'm sure that this is kind of some women are probably on the edge of their seats. Like oh, I'm definitely not doing it now, but <laughs> I can, I'll tell you that every single client that I've had, even if they've never lost weight, their body has completely transformed. So one of the questions I always ask a client before I sign them on to work with me is, and I say, be honest here. If you if you still weighed however much 150, but you looked like you weighed 120, would you be okay with that? If they say yes, I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's work together. If they say no, I try to dig a little bit deeper. But if in the end, if, if weight loss is the only goal, like strength training is – strength training promotes weight loss. I'm not saying it doesn't. It just – it shouldn't be – it's not the <sighs> – it should not be the main goal. Yeah, yeah when you totally go into what,
0: what you mean. And I mean, there has to be a deeper why as well, if somebody wants to lose weight, because they're yeah. not going to be fulfilled when they do lose that weight. And it's usually about a deeper issue, right? It's like, even with the disordered eating, it's not mm-hmm. really about the food, it's something deeper. And I totally agree with you. I always see, like, even for me, like, I gain some weight when i Uh, started eating more but I mean I was underweight So and Mm -hmm. doing strength training but my body completely changed and I also see that with so many people like uh, they want to lose weight and then they get into strength training and they're actually eating more than before Mm -hmm. and their body looks completely different like they lost a lot of weight but they're actually the same weight which is fantastic yep. like it's crazy when you see that and i see so many like transformation pictures about this so i totally agree with yeah, you yeah. And it's really that's why i think a lot of people who are always like weighing themselves and going by the scale like that's not really gonna work for you it's more like i think photos would be even better way to kind of look at your transformation yeah uh,
1: photos and, and measurements yeah. yeah measurements around the waist and the hips are a good one as well, I mean, for me, I do arm, chest, waist, belly, hips, and leg. But for for women out there that don't want to go that to that depth, you can just do waist, hips, and belly, and those are be huge things. Because the thing is, like, even if you're not losing weight, that's not that's not the only indicator of progress. The way your clothes fit, the way you look in pictures, and then your measurements, especially around your belly and waist, those are huge.
0: Yeah, and then your other health, like blood sugar is going to get better, um, even like cardiovascular risk, um, like I was saying, yep. bone health, et cetera. Like the benefits yep. are endless.
1: So. yeah, I was going to say like chronic disease management with obesity and type 2 diabetes. Um, it prevents osteopenia as well, which is bone loss as you get older. Um, and then muscle atrophy is natural after age 30. Like our body just starts diminishing muscle, and strength training is a thing that obviously helps that because you're building muscle. So there's so many more, there's so many other benefits besides just all the other like toned look, physical and mental strength, et cetera.
0: Totally. Do you see it harder for like older people to kind of get toned and build muscle?
1: I, it depends, it depends on when they start. So I, for example, I have a 45 year old client right now and she started just a year ago. um, And We've seen no difference. I haven't trained her any differently than I would have trained um, a younger client, but it really does depend on the health condition of the client. I'd say if it was like a 60 year old client coming to me and she already, he or she already had um, certain chronic health issues, there would probably be some, it'd be a longer amount of time in building muscle, especially because their muscles have probably already atrophied. they are probably already dealing with some of the osteoporosis, osteopenia where the bone loss, the density isn't great. Um, but I don't think it's impossible for like an older woman or man to build as much muscle as a younger person. It's just a longer road.
0: Right. So age isn't like a determining factor. Cause I think you know, a lot of people can also be kind of put off by that. Like, Oh, I'm too old to start this. It's like, not going to work, you know? So yeah. it's not an excuse.
1: <laughs> it's not an excuse. Sorry, everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I want to get into the mindset side of things. Cause this also okay. is like one of my, favorite topics, topic, talk, uh, topics to talk about. (laughs) Um, And I've definitely like, you know, worked on this as well. But so how do you see mindset change with workouts? How do they kind of work together and influence each other?
1: So I'd say that they influence each other mostly because strength training isn't easy. It's pretty tough. I mean, In the beginning, especially, there's so many things going on. Like your brain's working together with your muscles and your body, and you're just constantly like pushing yourself and pushing your mind to new places to either like get in one more rep or hit a certain load or do an exercise that you didn't think you could do, or even as much as like getting your first pull up. Like it just translates over into real life scenarios where you're so much stronger mentally because of how you've pushed yourself. In the weight room, etc., that you kind of have this new sense of empowerment that I can handle any situation that comes my way. That's pretty much how it happened for me. It was like I felt this new sense of just just a different type of strength. Like even though I was getting really physically strong, like I'm a pretty strong female. Like just the the way my mind changed into thinking or into yeah thinking that. I can really do anything I set my mind to. And that's, that's the biggest, it's, it's, it's hard to like even explain the feeling you get in your mind when you challenge yourself to a new level. Um, But that's why I always encourage everybody just try strength training for like a month. I promise you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think that whether it be, you have like goals that are really scary, like, I don't know, starting a business or, taking that solo trip or whatever it is, um, fitness can kind of be like a first kind of step into, you know, getting over fear. And then you're like, Oh, this was actually not that hard. I could do it. So maybe I can do something else. Mm -hmm. And I think that taking action as well is going to be the number one thing that you can do to build confidence and a powerful mindset, especially action. That's, um, you know, that's scary or that seems challenging. Mm -hmm. So I totally agree with you. I think that taking action, whatever it is that is new to you or you know is a little bit scary, will be the best thing that you can do. Mm -hmm. So how do you train, especially beginners, when they're you know like scared or they have self doubt or like low confidence? How do you really help them prep that mental game?
1: So it's for the ones that actually come to me. Um, to actually train with me they're already at a certain place where they're like ready to be open-minded but that we do have to surpass those barriers in their mind where they're like I could never do that um, so how I get them kind of ready is I start them very small in in the sense that they're only training strength training two two times a week to start to be honest and then we move up to three times a week when we're ready um, and then I, I start them with body weight stuff and or stuff that with bands, um, and we just we try not to make it so scary the first time, you know, because it is really scary. To, especially, it's hard even for tips for people who don't even have a coach. Like, <laughs> it's hard to come up with tips for them because the mindset is the biggest part. This, this, we're so in, women are so intimidated mostly because there's they've never done it before. They walk in there and there's a ton of meatheads in the weight room just yeah. surrounding them, and they just think they're staring at them. Um, but in general, like I said, starting small, um, not picking up a heavy weight just to look good, which I call this ego lifting. Um, and another really good one is just to remember that like everyone starts somewhere. Like, and if you're really, that's really what I tell all my clients when they walk in with me and they're like, Oh my God, I'm I'm using a five pound dumbbell for this right now. I'm like, everybody starts somewhere. We're going to get there. You just have to work your way up and stop trying to be this professional right when you walk in the room. I think that's with everything. I mean, with, if you start running a business, you, you have to ask for help, um, and start small. Um, and then the last piece of advice for beginners who like really want to get in the weight room, but are so scared, join a group strength class. There's a lot of them at like big box gyms and like get the community aspect into it and learn the basics and then venture out by yourself if you don't have a coach.
0: Yeah, I think that classes and like, yeah, group settings are so powerful and you can meet people and make friends and you have somebody Mm -hmm. who's actually like guiding you. Whereas like at the beginning when I just went to a gym and like you said, I'm just like surrounded by people who look like they know what they're doing. And I'm like, what are all these machines? And I wouldn't want to like try new ones because I was, I didn't want to look stupid or like if I was Mm -hmm. doing it wrong. Um, So yeah, I definitely think that either you know starting out with a coach just kind of even somebody from the gym showing you around the machines and like how to use them properly or classes have been so helpful for me and they're actually really fun which is another thing because I think that a lot of people don't really enjoy their fitness routine um this is probably because they're doing you know the treadmill thing but how do you kind of what would you say is like um some good tips or whatever to make strength training more enjoyable or their fitness routine more enjoyable if fitness isn't really their thing but they know they have to do it for their health where would you say what could they do to like make it more fun
1: okay so definitely group classes is number one if you really 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 hate fitness you don't really like it but you know it's really good for you group classes are your thing girl like go do those yeah totally agree. great because <laughs> Yeah, because that's where you make you make friends and then you're like, I want to go to class because I want to see Jane or et cetera or they push me in a way that I can't really push myself. So number one is group classes. If and the you time
0: actually goes by faster.
1: Oh yeah, 100%. 100%. So
0: that helps because if you're just looking at the clock the whole time, it's not fun.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then if group classes aren't, you're like, ah, but I don't really like group classes, which I don't know who doesn't. I love group classes. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said earlier, like just doing it even twice a week is better than not doing it at all. If you're going to do it twice a week, you definitely need to focus on a full body lift. Um, That means working every muscle group and not trying to do like a body part, bodybuilding split like old days. Um, But doing it only two times a week is going to give you more effects than doing it, not ever doing it. And what I like to say is like, if, if anything, like do it two times a week and then do your other favorite form of exercise, even if that's just walking the other three days of the week or two days of the week, however many times your free, your training frequency is. It's like pair it with your favorite form of exercise. And then last thing is like, give it time. I feel like so many people come up with this. Like I hate training, but it's really like, they need to figure out um, their style of training that they enjoy. So if you've already found yours, it's like group fitness. Um, make sure those group fitness classes have some element of strength training. So strength training is when you're challenging your body with load reps or range of motion, just so everybody knows. Um, so most of those group classes do include that element.
0: Yeah, those are awesome tips. I think that a lot of people are going to find this super useful and I really enjoyed it. Um, There's a lot of good stuff here. So can you let us know what you're doing? Where can we find you? And um, if you want to put out there any programs or anything you're launching, definitely do that.
1: Yeah. So I am found on social media at Madeline Rose Fitness. And I also have my site, MadelineRoseFitness.com. I primarily am an online trainer but I also do in person I'm in the San Diego North County area if anyone listening is in the area and actually wants to train with me in person I actually do it outside of my own garage gym I have all the equipment yeah it's really fun I love it um, but I, I am I have
0: in San Diego I would totally come <laughs> dude, I
1: would love to have you I'd love one day, to train. One day. <laughs> yeah so do in person and online my, my Currently, I'm actually launching a group coaching program. It doesn't start till February of 2019, but I really teach women how to break through their all or nothing mindset. So that's like the extremity where they think they have to do five or six times a week, eat nothing to see results. So that um, I help them break through that mindset so that they can actually shed body fat and get stronger. And really just, if they are beginning, they just learn how to lift. So that's my group coaching program launching in February. Right now, I do uh, one-on-one coaching, and my program's called Effortlessly Lean, and it's basically very similar to my group coaching program. I teach women how to break through that all or nothing mindset and get results, so yeah.
0: Amazing. I love it. Well, definitely include all the links and the programs and everything you just mentioned. Thank you so much for coming on. I had a blast with you, so thanks, Madeline.
1: I loved it. Thank you so much for having me.